Welcome to the All Around Joe Podcast, where you'll find tips and insights from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. Okay, guys, on this podcast, we're going to be talking about my adrenal fatigue recovery plan. Now, I realized in the last few days that I have talked a lot about my path through adrenal fatigue and recovery, but I didn't really ever tell anyone exactly what I did from A to Z in order to get myself out of adrenal fatigue. Now, I do want to preface that I am not a doctor. I am just relating what I did in order to get myself from having my adrenal glands not really producing any cortisol to getting back up to normal cortisol level as well as normal testosterone levels and all that other fun stuff. Before we hop into that, I want to make sure that I bring up my partnerships that I think that everyone should know about. Then the first one I want to talk about is Inside Tracker. Inside Tracker is a website that analyzes your blood tests and spits out dietary recommendations based off of those blood markers. It is the number one thing that has changed my life in the last several years. So I am so stoked to share this with you. I feel like everybody should be doing it. It it takes you literally the drive to a local lab, 10 minutes in there to give your blood. And then a few days later, you have all of this information that should be mandatory for every single person to be doing everywhere so that you can have an idea of what you are looking like on the inside. And then not only that, it spits out the dietary recommendations on the website Inside Tracker. So I highly recommend it. I'm not going to get into it too much more, but if you want to grab a discount on that, use the code Joe. It is the number one thing that has changed my life in several years, like I said. The other partnership that I have that's super cool is with the technology company or the wearable company Whoop, which is a fitness tracker that will track your recovery, your sleep, your movement. It basically makes sure that you're training when you should be training and not training when you should not be training. There's several, several interesting stats that they have shown that will help improve your life as a whole if you're wearing this and constantly tracking your body. I mean, just the sleep pattern information and increasing the amount of sleep that you're getting or tracking it so that you know if you need to increase it or not is worth getting the whoop in and of itself. You can get a discount on the whoop by using the code Joe. And with any of these things, guys, if you have specific questions about them, shoot me an email, joe at allaroundjoe.com. I only, only partner with people that I truly, truly recommend, and I want you to know that I can you know, back that up, I can ask, ask, answer questions for you, or whatever you need. Let's get back into the adrenal fatigue recovery plan here. First off, signs of adrenal fatigue. You can obviously do more searches on your own, but these are the signs of adrenal fatigue that I've run into, that I've found in all of my research in my own self when I got myself into adrenal fatigue. Um, The signs of adrenal fatigue are pretty much feeling tired all the time or tired during your workouts. 
the feeling like you need to have caffeine or stimulants in order to get yourself up, get yourself ready to go, low sex drive, low motivation really to do anything without having these stimulants pumping through your blood. Um, Sleep usually isn't very good when you're trying to sleep, but you feel tired all the time. So it's kind of like this weird feeling like, man, I'm tired. I feel like I should sleep. But when you try to sleep, it's not very good sleep. Um, Your workouts are hard and not fulfilling. Like, you know, you should work out, but you don't really want to that type of a thing. You just aren't motivated to do anything. You know, you're, uh, you easily put on body fat, but aren't sure why. So you feel like you're eating right, you're working out, you probably should be getting leaner or at least staying where you're at, but your body just wants to put on body fat really easily. You know, like you look at carbohydrates and you feel like you start putting on body fat. So those are the signs of adrenal fatigue that I ran into and that I've found that seemed to be a normal occurrence. And the way that I got myself into the adrenal fatigue is kind of an interesting, silly story. Um, I just did way too much, way, way too much, didn't listen to my body. And how I actually did that was by doing several ultra marathons in a row, then doing two Ironmans within six months, so full Ironmans within six months, and then getting heavily into competitive CrossFit training, which I was overtraining and trying to not ignore the signs, but really was. I mean, if you have an idea that during my second Ironman, I felt like I was going to fall asleep during the bike ride. So I'm on the bike riding in Cozumel, this beautiful place along the ocean, and I'm nodding off on my bike. So that's not a good sign. Then I continued to train really, really hard with CrossFit and made it to regionals as a team, then had a really stressful time during that time in regionals. Then a few months later, I was doing a really hard workout with a bunch of heavy thrusters in it, and I literally felt like I could fall asleep again during heavy thruster workout. So if you told me, hey, it'd be healthy for you to fall asleep right now, I could have rolled over on the gym floor and fallen asleep. And it probably would not have been good sleep, It just, but my body was so not producing the right hormones that it was ready to fall asleep, needed recovery, all that stuff. So at that point, exactly, I shut off my training. And it was actually Thanksgiving a few years ago when that happened, on Thanksgiving. So... What is adrenal fatigue? Um, A lot of doctors actually would tell you there's no such thing as adrenal fatigue, which is kind of weird because to me, adrenal fatigue just means that your adrenal glands are not, they're they're overworked. So they're not producing the hormones that they should be, specifically cortisol. So if your body is not producing enough cortisol, then you're not going to have the energy delivered to your, basically to your body or to your muscles in order to function correctly. You're going to feel really tired all the time. And when I got my cortisol tested, that's exactly what I saw. It was very, very low cortisol, also accompanied usually by low testosterone, which will make you feel bad as well and will contribute to all these other things that we've talked about. So they kind of, at least with me, went hand in hand. I had very low cortisol levels. I had very low testosterone levels. And the other interesting thing to consider is there's different phases of adrenal fatigue and the first few phases are actually having really high cortisol levels. And when you have high cortisol levels, you actually feel good. So you need to be careful with that too. So if you're feeling like you're training really, really hard and you're feeling really good, you, but 
one of the signs when that happens, if your cortisol levels are really high, is your sleep is usually not very deep. So you have trouble falling asleep. You have trouble sleeping hard. So if that's happening, you're feeling really good, you're training super hard, but you're not sleeping all that well, that might be a sign that you want to go get your get some blood tests done, make sure that your cortisol levels are not too spiked because they get spiked for so long because you're putting in so much training effort that that's when things get overtrained and then your adrenal glands say, I can't keep up this amount or this production of cortisol anymore or testosterone and you know trying to keep up all of these hormones and then you have a down period. So where the body essentially starts shutting down on you And then you feel really good. And by good, I mean bad. So what I would recommend if you have any of these signs and things going on is that you go to your doctor and ask for a full panel of blood tests. Get get as much, you know, a full array of different things. And if if you need to know what those tests are, um, I can definitely shoot shoot me an email. I can let you know uh, tests that I went through. Um, And you can just get them... Uh, the other way that I recommend doing this is you could go through Inside Tracker, which is one of my favorite companies, um, and have them test. And you could even take that test, then you would get your your blood work from them, you'd get your dietary analysis, and if you had any factors that were way off, you could take that test straight up to your doctor. So you wouldn't have to do it in that, you do it in any order that you want to and get the information. The information is just what you need, right? So if you do inside tracker and it shows that your cortisol and testosterone levels are in in the dumps and not being produced essentially, then you know that you're probably going to have to move down this road of cleaning up your your body and getting out of adrenal fatigue. And how you are going to do that is through my adrenal fatigue recovery plan or this like I said this is what I use, this is what I recommend, but I am not a doctor. Um you know, if you have questions at all about this, you should go check with your healthcare professional. This is just what worked for me and what I have found in my own research. So make sure that you double check that. I am not the end all be all here. I am not going to stand behind any of this stuff. So make sure you double check for yourself. First off, stop working out. If you have these signs that your body is not producing any cortisol, you need to stop working out, right? right away essentially and just start walking reduce your working out to zero just walks um, for like one to two months that's what i did i took two months off and i wouldn't have had to have done this if i would have been taking those weeks off a few times a year to let my body recover you know when you have those signs and you need to to pull back or like how i'm doing things now with getting my my inside tracker blood testing every few months and then making sure that I'm I'm following the HRV and the recovery tips for my whoops so that I'm usually only training like four days a week. But on the days that it tells me that I'm very recovered, I'll train really hard. If I'm not so recovered, I won't train as hard. I'll take the day off. Really like getting the data and listening to my body. But you might need to take these one to two months off and you just want to walk a few times a week or you could walk daily. Walking's great for you. It helps your body recover. And if you can walk in nature, there's some some studies that have shown that if you walk in nature, your body tends to recover a little bit faster on a nervous system level. Um, you can look into that on your own. Just just Google, you know, hiking or walking in nature, what it does for your body. Um, you're going to definitely want to start a meditation plan immediately or start napping during the day. Some of the, the things that I use for that are Holosync I really like. 
uh, Headspace app for your Android or iPhone. The Calm app is also good. So you're going to want to do that for probably at least 30 minutes during the day and ideally like an hour to really get your body to increase its parasympathetic nervous system. You want to get into recovery, let your body just really recover. And this takes some time, guys. I've been still working on this for, you know, gosh, uh, a year and a half or something like that, a couple years now, still trying to get my body back out of this. So it's a very serious thing. You should take it seriously and know that it's going to be a process and you're going to have to start tracking things and making sure that you're not overtraining. Um, Next up, you're going to want to stop taking all stimulants. So no coffee, no tea, no pre-workout supplements. Definitely don't do that because that's going to rev up that cortisol level and you're just going to just fry your body. Okay, you can add those back in once you start feeling better. I have, but you need to take some time away from them, from them for sure. Um, get no less than eight hours of sleep a night. You want to make sure that you're sleeping like crazy. And I recommend taking uh, tracking this with a sleep app. You know, I'm tracking it with my my whoop.com, my activity tracker. But anyway, just start tracking it. See if you can, you know, you can get an app on your phone, put it underneath your pillow, that type of thing. Start tracking how long you're actually in bed, how long you're actually sleeping for. All of that stuff is very, very, very important. So next up, supplements. And these are kind of like, they're going to help. But I know that, I well, I want to say that a lot of people look at supplements and they love them because they think, oh, I'm going to take this supplement and I'm going to be all better. It's not really the case though. I mean, I do promote a lot of supplements. I think supplements are cool. I take a ton of supplements myself, but you need to be realistic in that they are not going to be the killer app or killer supplement that you probably want them to be that's going to make the huge change in your life. They're just supplementing what you're already doing. It's going to be so much more important that you have, you know, your rest relaxation, that you're not jamming in these other supplements that are, you know, like caffeine and things like this, that you're making sure that you're tracking what you're doing and that your lifestyle is going to be relaxed. Those things are going to be more important than taking these supplements. Can they help? Yes, but they are supplements. Let's keep that in mind, okay? So supplements that I recommend or that I took were ashwagata. That's spelled A-S-H-W-A-G-A-N-D-H-A. Okay, so kind of hard to spell, but you can get them on the show notes if you go to allaroundjoe.com slash 77. That's allaroundjoe.com slash 77. The next one that I've taken that I really like is called Inner Peace. And that one you take before bed helps you sleep. It's great stuff. It is Chinese herbs, which I highly recommend. The last one that I recommend is Tian Chi. That's T-I-A-T-I-A-N-C-H-I. And it's from the same company as the Inner Peace. That one's a little bit more expensive, but I have noticed that it's really a great supplement to take. And I'll still take it even though I'm not in adrenal fatigue. It's just in these little packets. You pour it into some water, you let it sit for a while, and then you drink it. Again, uh, Chinese medicine, good stuff. like the Chinese medicine a lot. So those are the three supplements that I do recommend taking. I also have to note that I take a multivitamin right now called Triumph Multivitamin, which has ashwagata in it. And it, the, the multivitamin may or may not be right for you, but you could go and check it out. It's the Triumph Triumph Multivitamin by Legion. 
So I just take that on a regular basis. It has some cool stuff in it. Like I said, go check it out for you though. It may or may not be right. Next up, diet. You're going to want to make sure your diet is in line. And I know I talk a lot about diet, but it is so important, guys. You want to make sure that when you decrease your amount of activity, you also decrease your amount of calorie consumption. This is something that I didn't do quite as well as I wish I would have. So I ended up putting on more body fat than I would have liked to because I kept eating too much food, even though I should not have. When you reduce your your exercise amount by, let's say, from an hour to two hours a day to walking for 30 minutes a day, you don't need as much food, okay? So make that adjustment. Don't eat the same amount as you did while you were training. Make sure that you drink a bunch of water, at least an ounce per pound of, or I'm sorry, at least probably 0.5 ounces per pound of body weight, because I usually recommend 0.75 per ounces, ounces per pound of body weight when you're working out hard. But if you're not working out hard, then you don't need quite as much. But you can still shoot for 0.75 ounces per pound of body weight. That would be fine. Um, get your nutrition analyzed. And if you're not sure what you should be eating as far as carbs, proteins, fats, you know, hire someone to figure that out for you. It's going to be really important. It's a Fueling your body is a lifelong process. So if you don't know how to do that... You're way behind the curve. Uh, I'm sorry to point it out there, but everybody should know what they should be eating, when they should be eating it, how much they should be eating based off of their activity levels. I mean, it's your freaking body, guys. Come on, figure this out. Hire someone to figure that out for you. You know, I, I highly recommend the inside tracker so that you know what you should be eating, but that doesn't necessarily solve, you know, your macronutrients, your proteins, fats, and carbs, how much of that you should be having and when. <clears throat> so figure that out. Get some a professional to teach you so that you know how to fuel your body. The last thing that I want to bring up here that I used that is kind of uh, hit or miss if you search around the internet but worked well for me is the getting cold stuff. So I used ice baths and I would take um, gallon jugs of water and I'd put them in the freezer so I didn't have to buy ice every time. And then I'd fill up the tub with cold water, put the jugs in there as the tub was filling up. Then I would sit in the ice bath for five to 10 minutes. And I actually tested my heart rate monitor with the Sweet HRV app. And it, my parasympathetic or rest and relax as part of my nervous system powered up or increased significantly during and after these ice baths, okay? And that's what we're really trying to do is get the parasympathetic nervous system to kick in so that our body is going to recover more. I have talked with some other professionals and they think that that might shock your body a little bit too much if you're already in a a fatigued state, but I can't deny the results that I got and that actually looking at the data while I was doing this was very positive in getting my body to relax. So to me, I think that this is a good strategy to get cold. And I've even started implementing that back into my normal routine right now in order to just help my body with cardiovascular health and parasympathetic nervous system health um, by taking cold showers every single day. So I, and people take that literally and they should know that, you know, I started off with 30 seconds. So I started with a hot shower, ended with 30 seconds cold. Right now I'm at a point where I'm doing a minute and a half 
cold shower. Then I do a warm shower and wash my body because I find that it's hard to get soap off when it's super cold water like it is here in Seattle right now. And then I'll finish off with another minute and a half in the cold. Um, I have played with going up to 10 minutes all cold and that's that's cold. <laughs> um, but you should know that there's plans for how to adapt to these cold showers and cold therapy that you should look into. It's not about just hopping in the coldest shower that you can get into and trying to grit your teeth and get it done. You could do it that way, but I found that the retention rate for people that are doing that is not very high. And I always ask people, or I, I tell them about doing this cold shower, and they don't get any kind of information from me, and then they jump in the cold shower and you know, email me the next day and say, that was terrible, I'm never going to do that again. And I was like... Well, how long did you do it for? Did you do hot before? You know, did you do hot, cold, hot, whatever? Um, and they're like, no, I just turned it on cold and jumped in. It's like, well, no wonder it sucked. No wonder you couldn't do it. You didn't do any kind of research on the best ways of doing it. So did you set yourself up for success? It doesn't sound like it. So make sure that you're setting yourself up for success if you're going to do any of the cold therapy. So as you can see here, it is going to be quite the process in order to get yourself out of adrenal fatigue, and you got yourself into it by going through quite the process. So our bodies are something that are constantly in this, you know, trying to reach homeostasis, and we sometimes charge a little bit too hard and don't listen to them. And sometimes we do that for many years. Like in my case, I did this for like three years straight where I really was not listening to my body. And I, I can't, even imagine where I would be now if I would have had the, the resources and the knowledge that I do today back then so that I would have known when I needed to pull back and I would have performed so much better in all of these different endeavors. So I highly recommend that you take you know note of what you're doing, start tracking, really listen to what I'm talking about because I've gone through this crap and it's not very fun. Um, you don't, I don't want you to be going through this. But if you are in this situation, I want to be able to give you as much information as I can so that you can hopefully not have gotten down the rabbit hole as far as I have and you can better yourself, you can get yourself out of adrenal fatigue um, or low or high or whatever um, testosterone, cortisol levels faster, sooner, get yourself back to healthy or staying healthy, you know, constantly. And that's the goal, right? We want to be constantly as healthy as we possibly can, but our bodies go up and down and we have to play with those curves and adjust with them as well. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope this was beneficial for you. I know that it's, you know, there's a lot of questions to be had and it's not super simple to get the answers as to whether or not you're in one of these adrenal fatigue states. You got to test though. You got to figure that out if you think that you are. Don't just try and guess. No guessing here, guys. And, you know, I'm always here for you. If you have any questions, hit me up on the show notes here, allaroundjoe.com slash 77, or you can email me. I can't guarantee that I'm going to be able to give you a huge 
amount of information via email. Um, just because I know that a lot of these conversations end up getting pretty long. They should be conversations that you're having with your doctor or someone that you're going to hire in order to get yourself out of adrenal fatigue plan. And I'm giving you the plan that I used here. And it took quite a while. I'm still constantly testing, still go in and out of feeling like my body is a little bit overtrained. And it's been a couple of years. So I highly recommend that you keep track of yourself and make sure that you are on the up and up always. And that's why I push things like Inside Tracker so much because it is so important to know these data points about your, yourself, your body. And we are so behind as a community on knowing these things. So stop, stop what you're doing and make sure that you know exactly what's going on inside of your body. Our current medical system does not usually um, get us this information, but we have to take a hold of it ourselves and get it done. No, you know, it costs you up to $500 to do these tests. It is so worth it, guys. Come on now. I'm paying, you know, hundreds of dollars a month for medical insurance right now. That's just like, just in case, right? It's not going to do me any good unless I screw up and I have to go to the hospital or whatever reason. Otherwise, it's just, you know, paying for this stupid insurance. But I could go out and spend 500 bucks on Inside Tracker and get way better information than I'm actually going to be able to use. So that's what I recommend. That's why I recommend companies like Inside Tracker. Um, and that's why I partner with them so that you can get a little bit of a discount by using the code all around Joe. If you can't tell, I'm passionate about this and I want you to take it seriously. So I hope this was helpful for you. Um, hit me up via social media, instagram.com slash all around Joe, facebook.com slash all around Joe, twitter.com slash Joe underscore Bauer. I'm here for you and I hope that you got some quality quality nuggets out of this podcast the all around joe podcast where you'll find tips and insights from my personal experience as an athlete coach and all around self-improvement junkie i will see you on the next podcast